What's going on, guys? Welcome to Debater Fans. Today is a special episode, not only because we have we're almost wrapping up week 15 of the National Football League. We're minusing the Monday Night Football game at the time of this recording, but you know, I'm trying new equipment out here, so I'm gonna see how it works. But and yeah, I'm gonna do a little special edition podcast again. AJ Ram Ambassador solo podcast. No worries, I got you guys. Let's start off Friday. With the breaking news after the Thursday night football game of Brandon Stanley and GM uh, Tom Telesco being fired. So, Brandon Staley, I mean, Stephen A. especially was basically leading the charge of Brandon Staley being fired at the beginning of the season after blowing a 27-0 lead against the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. A lot of people said... He should have been fired when <laughs> when he tied the game against uh or he he didn't tie the game. When he called timeout against the Raiders when they when they had Rich Pisasha, I believe. I'm sorry for butchering your name. And basically tie the game, both Raiders and Chargers go to the playoffs. But no. Brandon was trying to be a big boy and called a timeout and Chargers went on. I mean, Raiders go on and win a game. So Chargers coaching and GM roles are available for next year. And there's already speculations or betting and favorites that Bill Belichick is lining. The Chargers are lining up for Bill Belichick now. And the second runner up, which kind of surprised me, Jim Harbaugh from Michigan State. This, for, let me just address Jim's, Jim Harbaugh first. I don't think Jim will leave Michigan just because um, he he is preparing to play against. He's preparing to go up to play against, I believe, Alabama next year in college football. He is a very close-oriented family. He likes to be he likes to be close with his family. That's why I believe he chose Michigan because I think he they're from the northeast area with all his family and brothers and father up there in that area so i do like i do believe he's a close to family so i don't think he wants to come back especially being a top dog in college football especially with this new era of nil and the amount of money going into college football and the amount of push for players to get paid so I think he might be in a good spot. But then again, the Chargers head coaching job being is very, very enticing, very attractive. But let me talk now about Bill. People said if Bill Belichick was to stay in New England, and allegedly the rumors was that the Patriots have decided to move on from Bill after the the Colts game in Germany. That they said, like, no, we're moving on. This guy's not it, especially with Mac Jones and all this stuff. A lot of people said that Bill can possibly stay in New England if he's willing to let go of the GM role, if he's willing to be just a coach. I talk, I believe I talked with my coach with the other ambassadors in this podcast, but to let go a portion of that control. And I like to use that word control because you don't have to communicate with someone else. You don't have to 
tell someone else what you're thinking. Borderline, you don't have a boss. Because I believe, because G, sometimes, not always, but most of the times, GMs are the boss. GMs will fire head coaches. Head coaches rarely fire GMs. It happens. I think Mike Rabel, I mean, Mike Rabel didn't fire the head coach, the GM, I believe. I'm sorry. But the GM was let go after the Eagles beat the poo-poo out of the Titans from letting, for letting go A.J. Brown. But it's had, it has happened. But it's very rare. It seems like the stars are aligning for Bill Belichick to make a, a grand appearance in SoFi Stadium. You know, reunite with, not reunite, but say hello to buddy old pal Sean McVay after Bill beat the Rams in that Super Bowl. So if the Chargers say, hey, Bill, you want to come over here to the Chargers? We'll give you the GM and head coaching role. I don't see how Bill can say no to that. I think it's, I think at the time in New England, it's time to a, a fresh start. Clearly, Mac Jones is not the answer. Zappy's not, Zappy's not the answer. Every, nothing's the answer right now. So I think they're going to they're gonna do a complete reboot. Now, with that being said, I believe there's a trend going on where young quarterbacks do very good with young head young head coaches, young new head coaches. Look at Tua and McDaniels over there. Oh, not McDaniels. Josh. Mike. Oh my God! I'm banking down the head on on Tua's head coach. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Give me one. Moment, technical difficulties. Mike McDaniel. Josh McDaniels. Uh, Josh, not Josh. Mike McDaniel. Two on Mike McDaniels. Right now, they're they're smoking. They beat the poo-poo out of the Jets today. The, the Dolphins move up to 10-4, and four, right? CJ Stroud and their new first-time head coach are... are Outstanding. Just because CJ got hurt with a concussion and he's been out the last two weeks. But there was even rumors, not rumors, but there was strong noise that CJ CJ Stroud deserved to be in the MVP conversation. He was putting amazing numbers. He was was going toe-to-toe against the top teams and beating them. So, I think there is a strong trend. Young head coaches... Paired up with young quarterbacks, they do wonders. Now, could that be because head coach doesn't really know what the head coach doesn't have the experience, so they're kind of like trial and error, and like, hey, we have nothing to lose, let's go for it, and they're winning a lot. Or is it because since they're relatively younger, they can relate to them more with this new generation? Because I'm 28. And I, <laughs> I see these young kids, these young kids in the in the NFL because they're mo- a lot of them are be like, oh, twenty two year old, twenty three year old, twenty four year. Old. I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm old. Me and Dak are about the same age, and <laughs> right. Matthew Stafford saying that these kids just go straight to their phones. So a young head coach could be promising. I know there's a lot of 
big names. I think there's one in the Patriots. I think there's one in... I thought it was Panthers before it all went to, to shit. But pairing up Bill Belichick, arguably one of the, arguably the greatest coach in the National Football League, pairing Bill Belichick with Justin Herbert. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, Bill has seen it all. Bill has Bill has seen it all, done it all, right? And Justin Herbert is a freak of a talent, physically, physically, intellectually. He's a good. He's quiet. He <laughs> he doesn't like the spotlight. He doesn't like to go out and show blow. He 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 even dodges his social media team when he as much as he can. So, it could work, but are the Chargers going to offer him the GM and head coaching role? If, how will Bill react? Assuming if Bill goes to the Chargers, how will Bill feel bringing bringing in a new GM? Or will Bill, or will the Chargers say, hey, Bill, select your GM? Now, that could be something, right? Not necessarily... A boss, but like a tag team partner, like, hey, we gotta make this run. Right? So that's that aspect of Bill Belichick. He's seen it all, done it all. He's playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers. But is there a too big of an age gap? Is there too big of a difference between between Justin Herbert and Bill? Is are the Chargers is 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 are the Chargers and Justin Herbert are they really are they are they ready to embrace the quote unquote Patriot way? Even though Tom was the Patriots way and and Bill was the the way. Are they ready are they ready to embrace this new culture? This uh this type of like hard nose do your heart do your job and everyone everyone as long as everyone does the job they'll come we'll we'll win i don't know that'll be asking i think a lot because this new generation is not like the old generation so we will see but if i had to put money or if i had to if i was a betting man but i'm not i live in california so i can't really bet unless i go to those casinos and i don't really want to drive i will probably say bill will be the head coach but he will select his GM. I'll say that. But Chargers finally let go of Brandon Staley. How many? How many have gone now? Josh McDaniels, Frank Wright, and now Brandon Staley. Three head coaches and one GM. So. Oh no, two. Even the GM. I think the GM from the Raiders also was gone too. So we will see, but let's now pivot to almost the end of week 15, minus the Monday Night Football game. Let's see the teams I picked, the reaction to them, and let's see how well I did. So Chargers at Raiders, I picked the, I picked, I believe I picked the Raiders. Well, let's just see. Chargers at Raiders, Raiders obviously beat the shit out of the Chargers, 63-21, to 21, hence, hence the reason Brian Staley and Tom Tedesco were fired. 
Vikings versus Bengals. I did believe I picked the Bengals. 27-24 in overtime. That was a good game. Steelers versus Colts. I did pick the Colts. I did not trust the Steelers. Um, it's just kind of funny. I saw that they fired Matt Canada. They go crazy for one game, and then they lose three games, and the means are uh, Mike Tomlin looking looking around to see who is he going to fire, who is he going to blame next. So it's just kind of funny with that. But, yeah, Steelers are are a poo-poo. They're in a shit show right now. Broncos versus Lions. This is a tough one I wanted. This is a tough one when I was picking. I did pick the Broncos. I do remember I picked the Broncos because I wanted to see if the Lions were the, the real deal, and they are. Mr. Ka- Mr. Game Manager, according to Cam Newton, Jared Goff threw in a play nearly perfect game. So that was Saturday night fo- that was Saturday football games and the Thursday night. Now let's react to Sunday night or Sunday games. Yeah. Giants versus Saints. Saints beat them 24-6. Yeah, that was a, that was a very good domination game from the Saints. Bears versus Browns. I did pick the Browns, but I did see. Oh, no. Wow, did I pick the Browns? I believe I did pick the Browns. But it was a very close game towards the very end. I was surprised that the Bears were able to hold off or hold on as much as they can. The laughing stock game of I'm sorry, the laughing stock game of the whole day was the Falcons versus Panthers. Panthers actually beat the Falcons nine to seven. Surprisingly. You know, leading up, there was gain there was tickets being sold for like forty nine cents. There was means going around like for if you have fifty cents you can buy a ticket for the Panthers game. And I think there's a picture going around CBS Sports. Like I said, 15 minutes before the game started for the Panther Stadium. Literally, like, let's just say for easy numbers, 100 seats were in the stadium. Only, like, five were filled in in the ratio. Now, we put that to, like, I'm not sure how many seats this this Panther Stadium, this Bank of America Stadium holds, right? Let's just say 10,000. I don't think I don't think no more than 200, 200 fans were in attendance. And throughout the game... Tickets were going for four dollars. It was crazy. Panthers did give them a home win. <laughs> a very shitty. I didn't even see this game. Nine and seven. I don't. Uh, nine and seven. So they must have missed the P. I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to get into it. This one surprised me. Buccaneers versus Packers. I did pick the Packers. Buccaneers absolutely demolished the Packers. Thirty-four or twenty. Let's see the player stats. The Baker Midfield, twenty-two for twenty-eight, three eighty-one, four touchdowns. Packers, Jordan Love, 29 for 39, 284, two touchdowns. Now, could that be garbage time? But see, this is what this is what pisses me off about the Packers right now. The Packers beat the Lions. The Packers beat the Rams. And now everyone's like, oh, maybe Jordan Love is a guy. Oh, maybe Lout LaFleur is, is a head coach. And then they go off and lose to the Buccaneers. Maybe I'm not giving enough respect to the Buccaneers because of the NFC South division. So out of whack, especially with the Falcons and Panthers being the two teams that they are. But nevertheless, this, this did help the Rams, my Rams, being a wild card spot because they did lose to the Buccaneers. So, but I just, I don't understand what's going on with the Packers. I really don't understand what's going on with the Packers. I thought it was something more stable in my opinion, but nope. Jets versus 
Dolphins. Dolphins absolutely uppercut and knocked the fuck out. I'm sorry for the curse for knock out the New York Jets. I even believe Zach Wilson. Yeah, I think Zach Wilson got benched. 11 attempts. Four, tri- four out of 11 for 26 yards. And then they put in Trevor Simeon, which is basically another shit show. 14 to 26, 110, two interceptions. And I believe the Dolphins defense was just completely all over the quarterback. So no surprise there. Michael, you see, two or through 20 for 24, 21 for 24, two, 224 yards, one touchdown. Mike White, two for two, four yards. Uh, it's. And then with all this, uh, and with all this talk about Aaron Rodgers returning and doing interceptions and all this stuff, one leg interception, throwing the ball out, and like, and people calling it fake Achilles tear and Achilles tear. At this point, I'm kind of done talking about the Jets. You know, the only thing that impresses me more about the Jets is that they're somehow still relevant in today's today's sports media talks because just because Aaron's there but other than that just let it be Jets suck badly and doesn't even disrespect uh Chiefs versus Patriots 27-17 Travis Kelsey did get hurt towards the end a dominant victory after both of them getting fined for Andy Reid and Patrick Holmes criticizing I did not hear no criticism no criticizing the refs today that much so that was good Texans versus Titans, 19-16. Nah, I did pick the Titans because CJ was out. And overtime. Okay, okay, overtime. And there was a meme going around that Will Levis literally looked dead on the field. I'm not saying that Will died, but there's memes going around that Will literally looked dead. after. I'm not sure he hurt his shoulder, his leg, his knee or something, but he, the way he was just rolled over after someone, got ro- after someone rolled him over, his body was like, ah. So it was just kind of funny, but I'm surprised the Texans did take that one. 49ers beat the shit out of the Cardinals, 45-29. to 29, So not, nothing, too, nothing too impressive in my opinion because everyone knows the 49ers are 49ers. Commanders took an L when they came to Rams House, 28-20. to 20. This is the one I wanted to kind of like talk about. Talk about. In the fourth quarter, I believe it was six minutes. The score was 31 to 3, Cowboys versus Bills. What in a living F, Cowboys? The top two contenders contenders for the MVP race, Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott playing like lights out, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott playing like he's going to be the richest man in the NFL, Dak Prescott. Let's look at their stats. Let's look at their stats. Cowboys. Actually, let's give, let's give credit to the Bills and Bills Mafia and Bills. Bills. Josh Allen, 7 for 15. Holy shit. What? 7 for 15, 94 yards and one touchdown. Ah, oh, but they decided to run the shit out of the ball. James Cook, 25 carries, 179 yards, 7.2 average carry, and with one touchdown. Josh Allen also rushed in for one touchdown. Josh Allen threw for a touchdown. Okay, okay, makes sense, makes sense. Cowboys. Dak Prescott, 21 of 34. Zero touchdowns, one interception. They tried to run a ball with Pollard, but only got about 4.7. Dak was rushing it a little 
a few times with only four four carries for six point eight. But man, they got a a they got destroyed, obliterated. There we go. They got obliterated. And I immediately went to Stephen A. Smith's Instagram page to see how he was, and you know, it's Stephen A. Smith like. I tell you, you know, I tell you, I love how this Jerry's world. I do love my Jerry. Jerry's my friend, but the, but the Cowboys, the Cowboys are good because you know they always give me a good present. So it's just funny that that's how it is with Stephen A. Just waiting and waiting for Christmas to come early for him for the Cowboys, and it did in a big way. Is that going to put a dent on Dak Prescott's MVP race? Basically, I think it's going to be a flat-out, clear-cut winner for Brock Purdy unless God forbid something happens and is this a warning sign for the Cowboys or is this like one of those games that oh it just happens you know but I think Bills got better and Cowboys is I'm gonna say it's a one bad game but they're just hypothetic say going to next week Cowboys versus Dolphins now that's gonna be the true test but I'm going to say it's a bad game, not a bad trend. And then we finished Sunday Night Football, Ravens versus Jaguars. Ravens defense was completely 100% all over. Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson cannot be stopped. The man is like, the man is, it's just crazy, man. This man is, a, this man is literally a squid. This man is octopus. He can literally be everywhere and anywhere and and slide through the through the smallest of cracks and throw the ball where it needs to be. As I've been praying, as I've been telling DJ, give Lamar Jackson a true number one wide receiver and a good supporting cast and watch him flourish. No, let's just let's just go into let's just go player stats. Lamar Jackson, 14 and 24, 175, 171 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But he was throwing those dime pockets. Charles Lawrence. 25 of 43, 264 yards and one touchdown. Yeah, it was not a good night for Charles Lawrence, but the Ravens move up to 11 and 3, and that's how the cookie crumbled for Sunday, December 17th. Coaches being fired, upsets alert. The play, I believe the 49ers did clinch. No, the 49ers won the NFC the NFC West. And I did believe they clinched a spot. So the puzzle is coming along for this playoff run. Cause you know what guys, as much as I hate it to say it, football is, has come and nearly gone with only two weeks left of regular season. And then playoffs begin. I hope your guys fantasy football, football leagues turned out to be, as entertaining as this season was, because one of my leagues, I was just complete another shit, and I wanted to retire. I I told myself I need a week off. I need a year off because it was that bad. But nevertheless, guys, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in next week's podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye.